Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Jack from the Horrible Movie Podcast. Each week, producer Phil, a guest, and I watch a horrible theater-released movie. We record our conversation, and then we tear that movie to shreds. We keep it family-friendly, so gather the family around the old smartphone, laptop, or tablet and join in on the fun. Just like all the great Studio DNA podcasts, find the Horrible Movie Podcast at Spreaker.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts can be found. Remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Hey, big and tall dudes. You ever go out on St. Patrick's Day, but you can't quite find the perfect St. Patrick's Day Irish green shirt? Here comes Big and Tall Outlet to the rescue. They've got a True Nation Heather Green Ireland Shamrock Tea available in sizes 2X to 7X, including talls. Only $19.75. Also to coincide with spring training, we all know Derek's a big baseball fan at Big and Tall Outlet. Chicago Cubs World Series jerseys, now only $75. 2X to 6X, including talls. Bryant, Rizzo. Check those jerseys out. Big and Tall Outlet is still looking for a new co-worker to join the team. Please apply in person at 1333 South Napanee Street in Elkhart. Big and Tall Outlet located on South Napanee Street in Elkhart. Check out the website, bigandtalloutlet.com, because big guys got to look good, too. From South Bend, Indiana, you know what it's at. I don't. It's Sports Yak with Corey Mann and Chuck Freeby. I'm the bull announcer, Jim Shorts. Sports Yak! And here it comes, episode 63. Oh, I believe that might be the Willie Lanier episode. Willie Lanier, a great lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs back in the 60s and 70s. Hi, my name is Corey. Right there to my left is Chuck Freebie, Hall of Famer. You're enjoying this, aren't you? Oh, I love the Hall of Famer. You were a tweeting madman last night right around 5 o'clock. Well, that's when the Indiana High School sectional pairings started to come out, and so we wanted to make sure everybody got to see their bracket for their favorite team in the area, and then I try to provide some instant analysis of said brackets as they came out, and I also put up a poll because uh, the results of the brackets, particularly in 4A, had a lot of the better teams going head-to-head in the first round. And so I asked on the 46 Sports Twitter machine, which gives you four choices rather than Facebook, which gives you two. Mm -hmm. Facebook, I just... Flat out asked, should the tournament be seeded, yes or no? On Twitter, we asked, should it be seeded, yes, based on record, yes, based on Sagarin rating, yes, but the top two teams only, or no? 910 votes as I look at it right now. I'm just going to say no and just see what's happening. 49% say yes, based on record. 28% say no, and the other ones are trailing behind. Okay, so 
basically 72% think it should be seeded one way or another. 28% no. And that jibes with what the Facebook was when I checked earlier today, which was 75-25. Okay. So I now thinking that that should happen and making it happen are two different things because the schools would have to agree to it. And the schools would have to want that to happen. I don't know if that's another change that the schools want to make or not. Let's start out in 4A. Okay. And let's look at opening night in Class 4A. At Penn, on opening night, number 5 Penn plays number 10 Riley. So two of the state's top 10 teams meet in the first night. The very first night. Uh, let's go over to Elkhart. Opening game of the Elkhart sectional has Warsaw taking on Elkhart Memorial. They'll play this Tuesday for the Northern Lakes Conference Championship, and then they play next Tuesday to see whose season continues. And then, how about over at Jimtown? This is Class 3A, opening night. Let's have the rivalry between Marion and St. Joe. That's a big game, right? That's a huge game. Mm -hmm. And that's opening night as well. So those are just examples and the thing that's really galling, if you look at the Penn sectional in particular, so you've got Penn and Riley squaring off. Both of these teams have won 17 games already this year. Here's Clay with four wins, and they get the bye. And they're on the other side of the bracket. So Clay would play the winner between Adams and Mishawaka, both of whom are just a shade below 500. It is a bottom-heavy bracket over at Penn. This Friday, I know we've got Mishawaka at St. Joe. Interested to see J.R. Kinesny, the St. Joe sophomore. He lit it up for 39 on Friday night as they beat Elkhart Memorial at Northside Gym, then came back with 31 on Saturday in an overtime loss to LaVille. Talk about your experience Friday night with the, the, the throwback game. You had some really good things to say about that. Yeah, I, I thought this was a well-done, well-staged event by the South Bend Schools, Principal Jim Seitz at Adams in particular, Kind of leading the charge on this, Bill Groves is athletic director. And both the teams, Riley and Adams, wore jerseys that paid tribute to the old South Bend Central teams. They didn't have a JV game that night, so they could start right at 7 o'clock, which was nice for the South Bend Central alumni because this is a school that has been closed since 1970, so you don't have to be a math whiz to figure out that the alumni from South Bend Central who show up are older people, mm -hmm. and they probably want to get home at a decent hour and this allows that to happen they see a good competitive basketball game won by riley and then you know could still get home by nine o'clock pretty a decent easily. looking gym too oh adams has done a great job they refurbished their floor a couple of years ago they've maintained that old balcony look yeah i mean that's the same gym that south bend central played its home games in from 1940 to 1960 and adams of course has played there for almost 80 years it's a it's a beautiful old gym. It's in a great part of town. Parking's a bit of a problem, but other than that, uh, it's a great place to go watch a basketball game. Grace College is having a big announcement today, and Corey and I believe that this announcement is to announce the retirement of Jim Kessler as the Grace College basketball coach. Jim has been the coach at Grace for 42 years. He went there, uh, graduated in 1970, and has done a wonderful job with the program there, but he's 70 years old now, and it's probably time to step aside and let some new blood in. You know, Bethel had this happen a couple of years ago with Mike Lightfoot stepping down after his long tenure as Bethel coach, but 
Mike Lightfoot's tenure as Bethel basketball coach pales in length to the tenure of Jim Kessler. And Jim Kessler has also done a great job of organizing mission trips and being a great example of the faith over his time. They have a huge crowd there at Grace College uh, for what they have billed as a historic announcement. And granted, when you've had the same basketball coach for 42 years and he decides to call it a day, that indeed would be a historic announcement. It is a very enjoyable place to call a basketball game from. I can tell you that. I'm going to read my script. That's okay. After uh, over four decades of service uh, as coach and faculty member at Grace College, I decided to retire from coaching um, following the conclusion of the NCCAA National Tournament here in March 13th through 16th. Speaking of college basketball, we got a game tonight, don't we? We do, and it's a big game for the Notre Dame women as they go on the road to Raleigh and take on number 12 North Carolina State. The Irish, the beneficiary of an upset yesterday as Miami knocked off Louisville. That creates a three-way tie for first in the ACC, and NC State's a half game out of first. So pretty good log jam there, and Notre Dame's got a chance to create a little bit of space between them and the Wolf Pack, and maybe get themselves back into the conversation for a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Did I see Arike is knocking on the door of Skyler's record? 33 points behind, probably won't get it tonight. My guess would be that she would be in line to get it when the Irish return home Thursday night and take on Duke here at Purcell Pavilion. All right, You can catch that game here on Pulse FM 645 with Bob Nagel. I, I'm not sure that he ever says it quite like that, but yes, that's his name. We'll see, if, we'll see if we can get him to try it out. On the men's side, what do you got for us? Well, big game for Michigan State yesterday. They hammered Ohio State by a count of 62-44. So the Big Ten standings remain what they were last week. Michigan and Michigan State tied for first. Purdue a half game back. Purdue goes to Indiana to renew the Civil War. Tomorrow night, you can hear the game on 103.1 FM with tip-off at 7 Boilermakers playing really, really well, and Indiana playing really, really poorly. They looked listless and effortless on Saturday against Minnesota. They got blown out up at the barn in Williams Arena. After the game, Archie Miller says, we got to change a lot of things about what we do. It is quite the converse at Purdue, where after the game on Saturday, I thought Matt Painter had some outstanding comments Somebody asked him, do you think your team has overachieved this year? Um, we have the ability to play hard. We have the ability to play together, and that's the beauty of basketball. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, the sum is, is better than the parts. So Grady Eifert's a really efficient player. Like, no Joe Eastern can cause some problems on the defensive end. Ryan Klein's one of the best that ever played here at not turning the ball over. Like, those are great qualities that lead to winning. And sometimes in recruiting or how people gauge you or how people rank you, they don't look at those because they're not sexy. But I could care less. You know, I want guys that can take care of the basketball, even though we didn't tonight, you know, make their free throws, make threes. And, uh, and then obviously, you know, you have to have a Caleb Swanigan or a Carson Edwards, um, Vince Edwards, Isaac Haas. You know, you have to have those guys. That's what Dakota Mathias was so good because he complimented everybody. He made people better. Like Grady Eifert makes people better. Ryan Klein makes people better. And But what they do is they give great pieces to a team. I think you've seen that, and I've always talked about it. You see it at Wisconsin a lot. You see it at Butler. You know, you see it with the guys, and like, you know, how can this guy start, you know, on a championship team? How can this guy start on a Final Four team? Well, he helps you win. 
And so when you, when you look at those things, as long as everybody will play their roles and stick together, because um, there's always adversity on teams. Like I got guys that don't play, you know, as much that are younger. Like, you know, those guys have had good attitudes. It's hard. You know, it's hard for young guys to get in the game. They play two or three minutes and you take them back out. Now if you've got people on teams that don't have good attitudes right there, that hurts your team. So we've been able to, you know, to have good attitudes and have good guys, and it's not perfect. But I, I think those things are what leads to winning. I think we can get better. I think we can play better than we've played in the last 10 games. So that's what you want to strive to do is just keep getting better and keep working on things. Sports Yak is brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet in Elkhart. Big and Tall Outlet features big and tall men's clothing from many of the leading big men's catalogs for 50% off manufacturer's suggested retail price. That's Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart and at BigandTallOutlet.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter as well, because big guys got to look good, too. Basketball Jones, I got a basketball Jones, got a basketball Jones, oh baby, The problem with the NBA All-Star Game, and really it's the problem with any All-Star Game played other than Major League Baseball, is that it's not really the game. So hockey plays kind of something different than what they normally play. And and the NBA All-Star game, yes, it's basketball, it's played on the same size court, but nobody's playing any defense. Nobody is really putting forth that kind of effort. So it's not really a game. Whereas in the Major League Baseball game, you don't have really any choice. You have to play baseball. Yes. Kind of the way it's meant to be played. 178 to 164. Yeah. Woo! NASCAR. You know, it's funny. NASCAR always starts its season with its biggest name race, uh, the Daytona 500. It does get them some attention in the middle of February and kind of lets everybody know that they've started, Mm -hmm. which I guess is a good thing. Uh, The storyline yesterday at Daytona was Joe Gibbs has a son who named J.D. who died in NASCAR's offseason of a degenerative neurological disease. And so a lot of the drivers for Joe Gibbs Racing really wanted to go out and win the Daytona 500 and dedicate it to J.D. Gibbs. Okay. And Joe Gibbs Racing winds up finishing 1-2-3 at Daytona yesterday. Denny Hamlin gets the win. Kurt Busch, I think it was Kyle Busch, excuse me, was second. And then... um, Another guy was third. Eric uh, Eric Jones, I think, was third. And uh, so they finished one, two, three, and that's the first time that that's happened at the Daytona 500 since the 1990s when Jeff Gordon led that kind of charge for Hendricks Motorsports. But it was a great tribute to J.D. Gibbs, and you could just tell uh, from hearing those drivers after the race how much being part of the Gibbs family means to them. That name, Joe Gibbs, if it sounds familiar, well, he, of course, started as a football coach in the National Football League. Mm -hmm. He coached the the NFL's Washington Redskins to Super Bowl titles and then took the money that he earned from that and sank it into NASCAR and became an owner in NASCAR. And a lot of people said, man, you know, what do you know about that? How's that going to work? Well, it's worked out pretty well for him. Yeah. I've I've heard uh, through interviews and stuff like he's the guy you want to work for. Yeah, we've had him. We had him on the old Harvest show, and I had oh, a really? chance to interview him one time. Great guy, great strong Christian faith. Uh, easy guy to root for in the sport, 
and obviously has handled the death of his son um, with a lot of class and dignity. Anniversary of Dale Sr.'s death today, 2001 at Daytona. I kind of remember working that day, and you're kind of keeping an eye on the race. You know, when you're putting together a 6 o'clock show and you've got all these different things going on, you're not really glued to one thing. And I remember hearing, okay, there there was this crash at the end of the race involving Earnhardt, which, I mean, let's face it, how many times have we heard, okay, there's a crash in the race. And, and many times in NASCAR, it involves the big names. And not really having a feel for, oh, my gosh, it's that kind of crash. Okay. Uh, winding up, obviously, to be a fatal crash. And not really knowing that until after the 6 o'clock show. And the tenor of your coverage of that race changing so much between the 6 and the 11 because not only is there a death involved, there's a death involving the star of the sport. Did the way he died change anything safety-wise? Yes, I, I think they made some huge safety changes, uh, not only to the way that uh, the walls were constructed at racetracks, but within the cars themselves. Because when you look at the at the wreck that Earnhardt had that wound up being a fatal wreck, if you saw that same kind of wreck today, you wouldn't think anything of it. Sports Jack! Baseball over the weekend, we touched on this on Friday, and you said something this morning, but... Um... You know, it was kind of a, would you, would you call it a tough weekend for you not calling, despite the scores of the games, <laughs> you know? Well, the scores of the game eased the pain a lot. Yeah. But, uh, you know, did you did you work your way through the weekend and kind of... Friday was probably the toughest day because it was the first time in 10 years that I wasn't with the Notre Dame baseball team calling games. Yes. And <laughs> I'm still on their text message system. Oh, really? So when they were having, when it's time for pregame meeting, when it's time to board the bus, I'm getting these text messages. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. But, and unfortunately for the Irish, their pitching was awful. Awful over the weekend. And they gave up 46 runs in three games to Arizona State. And that part, I did not miss. No. Because <laughs> you got to try to make a game sound like it's fantastic when yeah. it's 16 to 5. Yeah. And uh, and all the stuff that I do with the sectional pairings on Sunday, I'm not sure I would have been in a position to do that because I'd either be calling the game or we'd be getting to the airport to catch the flight home. Sports Yak! Sports Yak, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Follow the Yak on Twitter at Sports Yak with two Ks. But the second case, Simon. Well, let's talk Major League Baseball because we continue to see no big-name signings yet. The the Milwaukee Brewers did sign Mike Moustakis yesterday, and that's not good news for the Cubs because Moustakis gives Milwaukee a very solid third baseman and another solid hitter in their lineup. The Cubs have not added anybody like that this year. They're hoping that Chris Bryant bounces back from the injury that he had last year and can be productive. But the problem is with Chris Bryant's injury, you don't know for sure if you're going to get MVP Chris Bryant back this season. You're hopeful, but you don't know that for sure. And then we continue to wait on Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. Story came out on Sunday 
the San Diego Padres apparently have entered into the bidding for Manny Machado and offered him more than the White Sox were offering him. And then John Heyman from Yahoo Sports reports this morning that Bryce Harper is sitting on multiple $30 million a year offers, perhaps from the Padres, probably from the Phillies. So that little storm continues to swirl, and I think we'll probably have resolution to both of those situations by the end of this week. I don't know how they're going to be resolved, but I think it'll happen by the end of this week because, remember, pitchers and catchers have already reported position players will start filtering in this week. Cubs actually play their first spring training game Saturday against the Brewers. I don't think you mentioned this on the Yak. You told me this off-air. What's Milwaukee doing with their ticket sales? What were you telling me about? Milwaukee had a ticket sale, I think it was last week. You had to be a Wisconsin resident in order to purchase the tickets. And they're doing it precisely to try to block out Cub fans from coming to the Cub Brewer games at Miller Park. Because over the last few years, when the Cubs were really good and the Brewers were not, those Brewer home games sounded more like Cubs home games. Okay. Because Cub fans could buy Brewer Cub tickets cheaper than they could buy tickets at Wrigley Field. And many of them, it's just as close to go up to Miller Park as it is to go to Wrigley. Yeah, what's the travel time between those two? Oh, we did it last year in probably an hour 45. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I watched Hoosiers over the weekend, Saturday morning. Man, what a good movie. Gene Hackman, when he is on his game, so good. Remember the uh, the guy that was the interim coach before Gene Hackman takes over the team? Yeah. He, uh, he winds up playing also in the movie Major League. He was the veteran pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Put the Vaseline on yeah. the cap and yeah. do whatever you so can. So he's got a nice little genre of sports movies Wasn't, there. Uh, isn't he uh, up yours, Joe Boo? Isn't yeah, that him? exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, Dennis Hopper as Wilbur Shooter Fletch. On Twitter, at SportsYak with two Ks, our good friend Tommy says, favorite sports themes. The Autumn Wind slash the Raiders from NFL Films. That's a great one. And Brass Bonanza. Brass Bonanza. Now, see, that's Tommy's little Hartford Whaler National Hockey League part coming out of him. But Brass Bonanza used to be the theme of the old Hartford Whalers team. And, uh, you know, that's one of those sad situations where the theme was a lot better than the team. That's a good time right there. Yeah. Featuring the music of the Zambonis. Oh, let's go to work. And there you start to hear the brass of the brass bonanza coming in there at the towards the end. The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash. sash. <laughs> with a silver hat. That does it for this week's episode of Sports Yak. Thank you so much for listening. Hit the subscribe button wherever you download the Sports Yak so you never miss an episode. We leave you with happy birthday wishes to Dennis DeYoung, former singer of Styx. Happy birthday, Dennis. Uh-huh.
Tall Outlet, because big guys gotta look good too. Sports Yak is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. This is Jimmy Shorts. Until next time, sports fans. That's good. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.